Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we work our way through the Bible each year. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 26th of October, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the first day of the month Cheshvan. It is the new moon today, the second day of the new moon. And also, this week, our parasha, which means our Torah portion, it is called Noach, which means Noah. Before we get into our readings for today, let's take a few moments to bless God and thank Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Today we'll be reading a section from the Torah. We'll be reading Genesis 8, 15 through 9 and verse 7. God spoke to Noah, saying, Go out of the ark, you, your wife, your sons, and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing that is with you of all flesh, including birds, livestock, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, that they may breed abundantly in the earth, and be fruitful, and multiply on the earth." Noah went out with his sons, his wife, and his sons' wives with him. Every animal, every creeping thing, and every bird, whatever moves on the earth after their families, went out of the ark. Noah built an altar to the Lord and took of every clean animal and of every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. The Lord smelled the pleasing aroma, and the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake, because the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. I will never again strike every living thing as I have done. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night will not cease. God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. The fear of you and the dread of you will be on every animal of the earth and on every bird of the sky, everything that moves along the ground and all the fish of the sea are delivered into your hand. Every moving thing that lives will be food for you. As I gave you the green herb, I have given everything to you. But flesh with its life, that is, its blood, you shall not eat. I will surely require accounting for your life's blood. At the hand of every animal I will require it. At the hand of man, even at the hand of every man's brother, I will require the life of man. Whoever sheds man's blood, his blood will be shed by man. For God made man in his own image. As for you, 
Be fruitful and multiply. Increase abundantly in the earth and multiply in it. That was Genesis eight fifteen through 9 and verse 7. And now a section from the Torah that is a special reading for Rosh Chodesh for the new moon today. We'll be reading Numbers 28, verses 11 through 15. At each Rosh Chodesh, you shall offer a burnt offering to the Lord, two young bulls, one ram, seven male lambs a year old without blemish, and three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for each bull, and two-tenth parts of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for the one ram, and one-tenth part of the fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering to every lamb, as a burnt offering of a pleasing aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. Their drink offerings shall be half a hin of wine for a bull, the third part of a hin for the ram, and the fourth part of a hin for a lamb. This is the burnt offering of every Rosh Chodesh throughout the months of the year. Also, one male goat for a sin offering to the Lord shall be offered in addition to the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. That was Numbers 28, 11 through 15. Today's portion from the Prophets is Joshua chapters 11 and 12. And it came to pass, when Yavin, king of Chatzor, heard of it, that he sent to Yovav, king of Madon, to the king of Shimron, to the king of Achshaf, and to the kings who were on the north, in the hill country, in the Arava, south of Kinerot, in the lowland and in the heights of Dor on the west, to the Canaanite on the east and on the west, the Amorite, the Hittite, the Perizzite, the Jebusite in the hill country, and the Hivite under Hermon in the land of Mitzpah. They went out, they and all their armies with them, many people, even as the sand that is on the seashore in multitude, with very many horses and chariots. All these kings met together, and they came and camped together at the waters of Merom to fight with Israel. Then the Lord said to Yehoshua, Do not be afraid of them, for tomorrow at this time I will deliver them up all slain before Israel. You shall hamstring their horses and burn their chariots with fire. So Yehoshua came suddenly with all the warriors against them by the waters of Merom and attacked them. The Lord delivered them into the hand of Israel and they struck them and chased them to great Sidon and to Misrephot Maim and to the valley of Mitzpah eastward. They struck them until they left them no one remaining. Yehoshua did to them as the Lord told him. He hamstrung their horses and burned their chariots with fire. 
Yehoshua turned back at that time and took Chatzor and struck its king with the sword. For Chatzor used to be the head of all those kingdoms, and they struck all the souls who were in it with the edge of the sword, utterly destroying them. There was no one left who breathed. He burned Chatzor with fire. Yehoshua captured all the cities of those kings with their kings, and he struck them with the edge of the sword, and utterly destroyed them, as Moshe the servant of the Lord commanded. But as for the cities that stood on their mounts, Israel burned none of them, except Chatzor only. Yehoshua burned that. The sons of Israel took all the plunder of these cities with the livestock as plunder for themselves, but every man they struck with the edge of the sword until they had destroyed them. They did not leave any who breathed. As the Lord commanded Moshe his servant, so Moshe commanded Yehoshua, and Yehoshua did so. He left nothing undone of all that the Lord commanded Moshe. So Yehoshua captured all that land, the hill country, all the south, all the land of Goshen, the lowland, the Arava, the hill country of Israel, and the lowland of the same, from Mount Chalak that goes up to Seir, even to Baal Gad in the valley of Lebanon, under Mount Hermon. He took all their kings, struck them, and put them to death. Yehoshua made war a long time with all those kings. There was not a city that made peace with the sons of Israel, except the Hivites, the inhabitants of Givon. They took all in battle. For it was of the Lord to harden their hearts, to come against Israel in battle, that he might utterly destroy them, that they might have no favor, but that he might destroy them, as the Lord commanded Moshe. Yehoshua came at that time and cut off the Anakim from the hill country, from Hebron, from Devir, from Anav, and from all the hill country of Yehuda, and from all the hill country of Israel. Yehoshua utterly destroyed them with their cities. There were none of the Anakim left in the land of the sons of Israel, only in Gaza, in Gat, and in Ashdod did some remain. So Yehoshua took the whole land according to all that the Lord spoke to Moshe, and Yehoshua gave it for an inheritance to Israel according to their divisions by their tribes. Then the land had rest from war. Now these are the kings of the land whom the sons of Israel struck, and possessed their land beyond the Arden, toward the sunrise, from the valley of the Arnon to Mount Hermon, and all the Arava eastward. Sichon, king of the Amorites, who lived in Cheshbon, and ruled from Aroel, which is on the edge of the valley of the Arnon, and the middle, uh, and the middle of the valley, and half Gilad, even to the river Yabok the border of the children of Ammon, and the Arava to the Sea of Kinerot eastward, and to the Sea of the Arava, even the Salt Sea, eastward, the way to Bet Yashimot, 
and on the south under the slopes of Pisgah, and the border of Og, king of Bashan, of the remnant of the Rephaim, who lived at Ashtarot and at Edrei, and ruled in Mount Hermon and in Saleka and in all Bashan, to the border of the Geshurites and the Maakathites and half Gilad, the border of Sihon, king of Heshbon. Moshe, the servant of the Lord, and the sons of Israel struck them. Moshe, the servant of the Lord, gave it for a possession to the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half-tribe of Menashe. These are the kings of the land whom Yehoshua and the sons of Israel struck beyond the Yarden westward, from Baal Gad in the valley of Lebanon, even to Mount Halak that goes up to Seir. Yehoshua gave it to the tribes of Israel for a possession, according to their divisions, in the hill country, and in the lowland, and in the Arava, and in the slopes, and in the wilderness, and in the south, the Hittite, the Amorite, and the Canaanite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite, the king of Yericho, one, the king of Ai, which is beside Beit El, one, the king of Yerushalayim, one, the king of Hebron, one, the king of Yermut, one, the king of Lachish, one, the king of Eglon, one, the king of Gezer, one, the king of Devir, one, the king of Geder, one, the king of Horma, one, the king of Arad, one, the king of Livna, one, and the king of Adulam, one, the king of Makeda, one, the king of Betel, one, the king of Tapuach, one, the king of Hefer, one, the king of Afek, one, the king of Lasaron, one, the king of Madon, one, the king of Chatzor, one, the king of Shimron Meron, one, the king of Achshaf, one, the king of Ta'anach, one, the king of Megiddo, one, the king of Kedesh, one, the king of Yoknaam in Carmel, one, the king of Dor in the height of Dor, one, the king of Goim in Gilgal, one, the king of Tirzah, one, all the kings, thirty-one. That was Yehoshua, or Joshua, chapters 11 and 12. Today, our portion from the writings is Psalm 10. Why do you stand far off, Lord? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? In arrogance, the wicked hunt down the weak. They are caught in the schemes that they devise. For the wicked boasts of his heart's cravings. He blesses the greedy and condemns the Lord. The wicked, in the pride of his face, has no room in his thoughts for God. His ways are prosperous at all times. He is arrogant, and your laws are far from his sight. As for all his adversaries, he sneers at them. He says in his heart, I shall not be shaken. For generations I shall have no trouble. 
His mouth is full of cursing, deceit, and oppression. Under his tongue is mischief and iniquity. He lies in wait near the villagers. From ambushes he murders the innocent. His eyes are secretly set against the helpless. He lurks in secret as a lion in his ambush. He lies in wait to catch the helpless. He catches the helpless when he draws him in his net. The helpless are crushed. They collapse. They fall under his strength. He says in his heart, God is forgotten. He hides his face. He will never see it. Arise, Lord God, lift up your hand. Do not forget the helpless. Why does the wicked condemn God and say in his heart, You will not call me into account? But you do see trouble and grief. You consider it to take it into your hand. The poor commits himself to you. You are the helper of the fatherless. Break the arm of the wicked. As for the evil man, seek out his wickedness until you find none. The Lord is king forever and ever. The nations will perish out of his land. Lord, you have heard the desire of the humble. You will prepare their heart. You will cause your ear to hear, to judge the fatherless and the oppressed, that man who is of the earth may terrify no more. That was Psalm 10. Our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and we'll be reading Matthew 8. And when he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. Behold, a man with Tzara'at came to him and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you want to, you can make me clean. Yeshua stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I want to be made clean. Immediately his tarat was cleansed. Yeshua said to him, See that you tell nobody, but go show yourself to the Kohen and offer the gift that Moshe commanded as a testimony to them. When he came into Kfar Nachum, a centurion came to him, asking him, and saying, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home, grievously tormented. Yeshua said to him, I will come and heal him. But the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy for you to come under my roof. Just say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I am also a man under authority, having under myself soldiers. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and tell another, come, and he comes, and tell my servant, do this, and he does it. When Yeshua heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Amen, I tell you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. I tell you that many will come from the east and the west and will sit down with Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom will be thrown out into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Yeshua said to the centurion, 
go your way. Let it be done for you as you have believed. His servant was healed in that hour. And when Yeshua came into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother lying there sick with a fever. He touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she got up and served him. When evening came, they brought to him many possessed with demons, and he cast out the spirits with a word, and healed all who were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken through Yeshayahu the prophet, saying, He took our infirmities and bore our diseases. Now when Yeshua saw great multitudes around him, he gave the order to depart to the other side. A Torah teacher came and said to him, Rabbi, I will follow you wherever you go. Yeshua said to him, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Another of his disciples said to him, Lord, allow me first to go and bury my father. But Yeshua said to him, Follow me and leave the dead to bury their own dead. When he got into a boat, his disciples followed him, and behold, a violent storm came up on the sea, so much that the boat was covered with the waves, but he was asleep. They came to him and woke him up, saying, Save us, Lord, we're dying. He said to them, Why are you fearful, O you of little faith? Then he got up, rebuked the wind and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, What kind of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? When he came to the other side, into the country of the Gergesenes, two people possessed by demons met him there, coming out of the tombs, exceedingly fierce, so that nobody could pass that way. And behold, they cried out, saying, What do we have to do with you, Yeshua, Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Now there was a herd of many pigs feeding far away from them, and the demons begged him, saying, If you cast us out, permit us to go away into the herd of pigs. And he said to them, Go. They came out and went into the herd of pigs. And behold, the whole herd of pigs rushed down the cliff into the sea and died in the water. Those who fed them fled and went away into the city and told everything, including what happened to those who were possessed with demons. Behold, all the city came out to meet Yeshua, and when they saw him, they begged that he would depart from their borders. That was Matthew 8, and it concludes our readings for today. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, however, you'll be reading 1 Peter 3 today also. Well, that's it for me for today. Thank you for following along with us as we read the scriptures this year. 
May you be richly blessed today and may the word of God dwell in your heart. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.